Welcome back to Plus Ultra. Thank you. Yes, you for tuning in. I know you want to improve in all avenues of life. Alex here is one of the most well-respected guys in this fitness space, in this based advice space. Alex and I have been following each other for a while now. He has experience working as a model. You can just see it immediately, how well he takes care of himself. But what's really cool when we connected is all the insight into how to take care of his body from his routine. And he actually developed an accelerated fat loss program called Achilles. So his Achilles program, we get into that. So if you want to work with him, the links are in the description. If you're enjoying this show, please tell your friends. Please become a subscriber if you haven't already. Instead of just looking it up every time, you can just follow this program, leave a review. I appreciate you. So here is Alex. What's up, man? What's up, man? So good to be here. Yeah, man. Happy to have you on. This is great. Excited yeah, to talk. Yeah, I mean, we've been trying to organize this for a little while. I think last time, I must admit, I had something going on or whatever. But um, yeah, I'm happy to be here this time and actually see you in person as well. Not in person, but like, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's cool. No. It's cool to put like, because obviously I, I've connected with you on social media. Uh, we've been following each other for a little while and we've got very similar beliefs, I'd imagine. Uh, so yeah, yeah, it's good to be here, man. Yeah, man, happy to have you. And like you said, there's this uh, virtual community that we have, a lot of similar-minded people. And we were just talking earlier just before this call, because you travel a lot. You were in Canary Islands recently. And yeah. you're like, I really vibe with like Spain and like Mediterranean living. And I think it's because it's so soul-centric, you know? Look at Absolutely. you, you're so dark. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do try. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a, and also like the lifestyle, like, I think it's downstream of like the food, like the culture. And so um, I see in your page, you cover a lot about nutrition and you have a coaching offer. You're very well um, knowledge in that. So if you don't mind, do you think you can go into maybe some of the, uh, some of the more like esoteric nutrition tips that maybe mm -hmm. people are considering? Yeah, absolutely. I think more so recently i'd say the last three or four years i've definitely delved more into the sort of holistic uh esoteric community which i love by the way um yeah. it's such a great community to be part of and i think especially in today's age you have a lot of coaches online and everyone has their own sort of niche but what i love about this one with the holistic side of things it really is bringing things back uh to how they used to be or you know going back to ancient times um and in my opinion uh going back to nature and and that side of things is the only way forwards uh we have a lot of misinformation at the moment i mean you you can go online yourself and you know google straight away bang and you've got all this garbage online and i think you know i did start off my journey and in that sort of bodybuilding world, you know, trying to get as big as I can and not really emphasizing on on nutrition. Uh, it was very much about, you know, get as big as you can um, at college. And, and I think, you know, in the, in the more recent times, um, it's I've, I'm looking at it now rather like optimizing things rather than, you know, I'm I'm all in or nothing. And I feel like once you've got all these things um, together in perfect harmony, that honestly, there's no better feeling. Um, I love waking up with, you know, vigor every single morning. I like, you know, it's 
this is what I want to teach other people. And can you imagine a society where everyone is feeling great and yeah, the world would be a better place in my opinion. So yeah, I'm very passionate about that. And, um, you know, that natural holistic way is in my opinion, the only way. Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, after a while it becomes your identity it becomes your lifestyle and so it's not a diet anymore it's just mm -hmm. i love red meat and fruits and natural foods it becomes like this instant switch you know yeah, and like man. you're saying imagine yeah. everyone loves what they eat and it so happens that what you're eating is really good for you and the planet so absolutely and i think that's quite interesting as well and you know you say red meat and fruit and actually if you look at the basics um of it all it's very similar it's it i think there's a lot of misconception thinking you know um some i was training the other day and this this guy was like oh you must eat this special diet to get and there's nothing special about it it's mm. just simple um it's bringing it back to the old times that we were saying um and it really doesn't need to be that over complicated and i think when you figure out a way that works for you um, you stick to the same kind of food. You can make it a lot more interesting, obviously, by, you know, using quality ingredients and things. But it's really not that, you know, really not that difficult. Yeah, um, yeah it's yeah. a lot more simple than than people think. You know, it's just extreme. Like, oh, you're crazy, bro. Like you and, and it's like the eggs thing, man. Like this gets me. <laughs> I go out and I'm where was it? I was at a cafe and I was like, bro, can I have well, it's, I don't say bro as a female Wait, it was a waitress, so I didn't say bro. Um, <laughs> can I have six eggs extra on top of and she's like, she's looking at me like, did you just say six eggs? <laughs> um, yeah. and then they don't bat an eyelid when you know it's just a couple eggs. When but actually, if you look at the you know the macronutrient profile of two eggs, that's like 12, 15 grams of protein, you know, if you will. So yeah, yeah. Definitely not enough. You need more, yeah. Yeah, you can never go wrong with that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And um, not so funny the eggs thing. I, I do you yeah. slunk eggs? Sorry, do you slunk eggs? Of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, mainly like just post workout. Um, yeah, this. I mean, you know, it's the most bioavailable protein you can get, especially after a workout. Easily yeah. digested. You know, um, perfect time. Um, yeah, I much prefer that. I mean, I'm, I'm I used to drink protein shakes a long time ago, but there's there's really no need for that. I mean, if you look at you know just manufacture, if you look actually what goes into those powders, maybe we don't know all of that, but it, it's just not necessary, you know. Yeah, dude, that's actually so great. I'm, I'm glad you touched on that because um, mm. I used to take a lot of protein powders and like creatine and like, hey, like yeah yeah really bad stuff. like there's powder after powder like your protein dude. <laughs> yeah dude and i actually have one like so i i eat a relatively like really um whole food diet animal-based diet right and so i'm like i'm getting all my nutrition from here and if i want to supplement i want to get extra 30 g's of protein i got the powders here but mm -hmm. I've learned that there's all these additives into the protein that causes like breakouts and all this bad stuff. So I've left my protein powder like on in the distance there. But yeah, um, I mean, like at the end of the day, you've got to think, right, you know, what is going to be better? You, your animal proteins or some artificial man-made powder that yeah. we don't even know what goes into it. It says, for example, 30 grams per serving. Yeah. How do we know that? that you know like this yeah. bubble gum flavored like whatever um it just something doesn't add up to me and i 
I've never really understood it. I mean, I used, you know, I used to take it myself as did you as well, but now I'm like, there's no way, like, how can you even like say there's 30 grams of protein and it, it just doesn't, nah. it doesn't make sense. Yeah. So I know also you have a background in modeling and, um, I was just wondering if there's any esoteric tips or advice there. Cause you, did you have to like lean out pretty fast for shoots and stuff? And if so, what, what are yeah. the, yeah i mean there's there's definitely some i guess secrets um in terms of you know in answer to your question with with getting lean fairly quickly for shoots um i actually have tried these methods myself with clients i used to be a full-time personal trainer in london mm -hmm. um, and basically you know you have your dieting phases which they do work but in a short time frame, uh, you can kind of get away with a very sort of aggressive calorie deficit. Um, a lot of people will be like, you know, oh, you're going to lose muscle. But if you do it right, um, there's really no need for that to happen. Um, so essentially, I mean, it depends on the individual. Um, but usually if I'm looking at someone around sort of 15, 20% body fat, um, there's protocol that I, I'd use called a protein modified fast, um, where it's quite an aggressive cut. I mean, I, with this program, I was kind of like, well, my philosophy is the sustainability and I don't really want to lose that, but with the time and place and, you know, if, if it's someone that's already got experience in the gym, um, this only needs to roll for two or three weeks. Um, and it's just a really, you know, a quick way to drop a lot of excess fat in a short period of time. Um, so I've tried that myself. I still do that myself two or three times a year if I need to tighten up a little bit. Um, and it's a practice that I, I preach with, with my clients as well. And that is predominantly the basis of this Achilles fat loss, um, extreme, extreme dieting for the first two or three weeks. Then we sort of like just taper it off a little bit. Um, but it's quite motivating for the client as well, because they're like, Oh shit. Like I've lost damn like two pounds this week. Like, it it's possible um but you know there's a fine line you have to make sure that certain things are in place you're not doing too much cardio there's only two or three sessions a week like you don't you're not going crazy in that department it's just monitoring your food intake and yeah that's, that's it <laughs> yeah that's tremendous no that's really really uh helpful and um powerful yeah i wanted to get into that achilles program that's a, a six week program you said right yeah i mean i i say eight weeks maximum um just to give a bit of leeway towards the end but um i i believe you know six weeks with with you know between that 15 20 percent uh you'd be you'd be surprised what you can achieve uh with you know with discipline i'm not saying you know it's not an easy feat um but that's why i'm very selective about who i take on um and you know discipline is the key key word to be using with this program because because it is hard um, right. But nothing in life is easy, right? So that's right. Yeah, motivation gets you moving, but discipline gets it done. So. That's it, man. Yeah, yeah. So that's cool. Is it? Is that protocol what it sounds like? The protein fasting? Is it where you're basic? Is it like a very short feeding window where it's mostly proteins? Yeah, predominantly proteins. Um, and when I say yeah, you're in a deficit, it's it goes beyond what a natural or or a conventional PT would say. You know about being in a 500 to 700 up to a thousand deficit it's way beyond that um emphasizing on you know your high proteins lots of vegetables to keep you full um fasting involved to like push back the calories a little bit um but again i try and do this 
in the best way possible. I've I've taken bits from other people. There was a guy called Lyle McDonald who used to run this. Um, he actually, you know, started this idea of pro protein modified fasting. Um, he recommends taking multivitamins. I have a little spin on it where I'll, you know, consider some raw liver or, you know, um, so I, I've kind of like tweaked it um, to match my sort of holistic side of coaching. Nice. Yeah, that's, that's, that's my good. Own spin. Um, but it is, yeah, very, very high protein. Uh, yeah, that's tremendous. So with that, is there um, because you mentioned you want to fill up on vegetables and I know that there's a lot of people in our space that are like avoiding vegetables altogether. Yeah. Uh, what are the vegetables you recommend? Maybe, maybe there's some insight there. Uh, yeah, predominantly. I mean, it's just, I think we're in the set. We're in the same. Well, I, I mean, are you aware of Ray Pete, the new nutrition Ray Pete? He was, a uh, okay. Oh, Ray, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, I mean, I'm kind of on the same boat with you there with the vegetables. I mean, with this program that i'm running specifically it's limited to about two or three vegetables um which i believe are great um but in general if it was for you know my long longer term coaching and i think the same as you i've seen a few of your things as well um vegetables like i'll stick to four three four and just rotate um i don't think you need to overcomplicate it um mm. there's, there's this notion isn't there of like oh you must get your five a day and um you need that for optimal health but i think far from it um prioritizing you know animal fats um organs in particular i mean if you look at the nutrient profile of liver for example it like blows everything out the window um and i think that's where there's still not really been that shift outside of our world i think people are still you know the vegan community for example like it's it's just so backwards man it's so yeah. backwards so um, backwards and i don't know about you but when i started this journey of like you know the carnivores sort of eating more animal fats and and prioritizing real foods i man i sometimes i'm in the gym i feel like i'm flying like I feel <laughs> so good and that's what i want to teach other people and yeah, it's just anyway, man. It's so nice to be connected about and talking about this kind of stuff because it gives, it gets me going, you know. Yeah, no, it is. It does get you going. Like also, like yeah, you're connecting with the community of people doing the same thing. But literally, physically, it gets you going because you're eating a spe species appropriate diet. You're eating animals and animal fats, and yeah, it, it's absolutely tremendous. And um, I was curious there, maybe like vegetables, like when I. I was thinking about it just now. Um, I am eating vegetables, but it's not like the vegetables. They're not the cruciferous veggies. Yeah. I'm, not eating, I'm not eating uh, broccolis or any of that stuff anymore, but I am eating potatoes, which I guess are technically a vegetable. Is that yeah, one of which is a vegetable, right? Um, same as like, I think people forget that as well. I mean, similar yeah. to you, maybe it's like potatoes, sauerkraut is cabbage right. at the end of the day, fermented. So it's fermented cabbage, great probiotic. Um, you got obviously fruit, abundance of fruit every day um, without fail, particularly if you've got a lot of sun exposure as well. Um, high vitamin C can protect you from burning as well. Mm. Um, so you've got your potatoes, carbs, um, sorry, fruits, what else? Rice. And just, I just rotate, like depending yeah. on, you know, how much activity I've, I've, how active I've been out through that, throughout that day and just personal preference, really. Yeah. 
yeah it's absolutely. really not that over complicated and and my i used to have quite poor gut health uh, a couple of years ago now i'd say about actually sorry three or four years ago now where i had a few things going on in my life um was quite stressed didn't in, wasn't quite enjoying my my line of work um and i was not really paying much attention to to what food i was eating and that caused me ibs whatever ibs means i don't even know anymore i think it's a term given by the doctors that basically means they don't know they don't know themselves either yeah. um unless they direct you to a specialist which takes up to two years to be able to go and see um but anyway i was going through this and then since then i've just been healing and finding natural ways um to fix my gut and now it's like i have no issues whatsoever nice dude it's and it feels so good. And to like look back at that time when I, I could, I would eat something and then within five minutes, like I'd feel really groggy, really tired. And like my, everything was so off whack and it, it feels great to be able to be in this situation now and, and to also help other people that could be going through it now, because you know, that gut health, mind, mind health connection is, is a real thing. And if you haven't, you know, optimized your gut yet, you're not firing on full cylinders, you know? absolutely the vagus nerve the one that connects your That's gut right. to your brain yeah it's so powerful and yeah. it's people forget like all life no matter what size even if it's if it's as micro as bacteria they mm -hmm. want to procreate they want more of themselves so if you're eating trash foods you're creating a gut microbiome of trash bacteria yeah. and so when you don't feed it um if you if you continue to eat bad foods, it's actually going to feel good because that nerve is communicating. Oh, it's, we're growing. It's interesting, yeah, yeah. But if you yeah. start eating really good food, like actually healthy for you food species, mm. over like, at the beginning, it's always going to be a little bit difficult because you're not used to eating that way. But over time, you'll look forward to eating this way, and it actually tastes Absolutely. good. Yeah, Amazing. you crave it, right? Yeah, dude. I'm mean, so addicted. Like, like you become addicted to getting better and better, and like what a great place to be. Exactly. Exactly. You know? and, um it's not only delicious it becomes delicious it, it actually is delicious yeah but yeah. aside from that you're consistent with it which is really huge yeah i mean consistency uh, that's that that's the same with absolutely everything you do right um yeah. in order to be successful and i think it, it's teaching this kind of stuff i mean i spoke to bart about this as well and like it's such a great place to be and i as i just mentioned earlier on like like-minded individuals um but like like we've already said it doesn't need to be overcomplicated. Mm. um and you can make these meals exciting you know you can add certain bits and olive oil and yeah. um you know pesto like everything i mean if you get high quality animal fats um you shouldn't it should taste nice anyway you don't really need to go crazy with it yeah um, yeah. yeah complexity is the enemy of execution you want to just make it as simple as possible for yourself man you've got some great one-liners man <laughs> <laughs> dude i just consume a lot of books man yeah, yeah i love that dude there's um so with the gut um irritation you had um was the fermented vegetables that's because that's something i've just introduced to my diet maybe like three years ago like oh yeah 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 it's amazing because you can ferment anything i just had like fermented uh carrots the other day yeah, like, yeah. 
I didn't understand why it tasted so good and like why it's healthy for you until someone broke it down for me that the fermentation process is basically skipping a step in digestion. So it's making it easier for you to digest it. Mm -hmm. And it has a bunch of like probiotics in it. So it helps your gut microbiome. But um, was that, have you, did that help you a lot with that your? Was, I mean, yeah, man, that, that was one element. Um, I think your ongoing learning on, on this journey, I mean, you can, the the more research you do the more people you speak to i'm i'm always learning now you know um yeah. uh, and going back to what you were saying i mean that was a small piece of the puzzle it's it's not just that you know it, it was following at the time it was a low fodmap diet so i had to go through the 12 weeks where you basically find out which carbohydrates which triggers um uh making your gut uh go a bit crazy yeah um, it's like an elimination diet where you like test um oh bro it was crazy i was like weighing out vegetables at one point like i wasn't allowed like over 30 grams of an apple like it, to be honest with you it was hell because i love food i love socializing and like for 12 weeks of my life you know i'm weighing out apples i'm like it, it was just mental um but so i combined the low format diet which was great um lots of fermented foods um taking a step back from what i was currently doing uh for work um i guess it's a healing process it was it, i can't exactly pinpoint exactly at what time it got better but yeah just after a certain amount of time things started connecting and like i my morning routine was am amazing my evening routine like um i was meditating a lot more i was you know looking more into this esoteric stuff because the, the doctors and and the the specialist mm -hmm. unfortunately don't understand uh, they can't always give you all the answers they can recommend certain things but i'm not going to be one for taking like medication or like you know taking certain things to try and improve myself like i'd rather go down the natural way and that's what i did um and i'm so grateful for that because you know it's actually improved my life tenfold um, yeah I mean, this was going back a little while now, but yeah, it's interesting for me to like recite and, and look back at that time because it really, I would say a bit more of a darker time in my life, but now I can happily say that, you know, those days are gone and it's been a hell of a journey, but yeah, I'm enjoying every second of it right now. Yeah, you learned a lot about yourself. I think you mentioned earlier that there's an individualistic approach to things because everyone's a bit different, but that's why I love pages like yours and Bart's is because everyone is starting to understand the power of biohacking like if you so cool. little thing yeah you like yeah. maybe this works for him but it doesn't work for me oh this thing right here like i i can absorb this better than that like mm. everyone's a bit different but the foundation like the principles tend to stand pretty solid which is like prioritize an animal fat animal based diet as much as you can and get sun exposure i know like sun is one of those um superpower it, it's a superpower dude it you're really eating the best multivitamin you could ever take yeah <laughs> and it's dude. free and it's free man yeah. and it's free it's so yeah. cool because you when you eat right and you're avoiding these seed oils and you start absorbing sunlight you actually feel energized after like going out in the sun whereas mm -hmm. like i remember before when i was like a teenager i was eating like crap and all this stuff and I would like get burned so easily right. and I would like try to avoid the sun. And then that's a, that's a negative feedback loop because you're avoiding the sun and you're eating like trash. So 
Dude, as soon as you break it on either point, either you like with the seed oils or with getting more sun exposure, ideally you're like cleaning up your diet first. Like just try to get the wheel again, you know? Absolutely, man. Yeah, I'm glad we're on the same page with that sun exposure. I think it's a bit of a touchy subject. Um, I see it a lot in our community, which is great. And I'm like, yes, someone else is on the same page as me. Um, but there's still that, you know, I went away recently and without, you know, being to sound too rude, but the guys and the women that are clearly like obese on the verge mm-hmm. of being obese are the ones that are extremely red. And surely yeah. there's like a correlation there. Um, like you were saying, and like I, I went on holiday. I mean, I'm very particular about what I eat. I don't use uh chemical slop on my body because I just I'm I'm aware of how much money these companies are making. Um <laughs> I, I'm kind of like I can see what's what's going on here and I don't burn. I use coconut oil. Uh, it has a little bit of SPF in it, mm. um, but it's just, you know, obviously, you know, new to going in, you haven't been in the sun in a while, like just have some initiative. You can't be out for eight to 10 hours without, you know, you have to take breaks here and there, but yeah. Um, yeah, this is a real problem at the moment. And you see even like kids, there's these, adults like lathering up their little babies with like this white like who knows what they put into that stuff um yeah yeah. it's kind of worrying um but yeah i mean there's always that fear you know that fear mongering as well from the our governments you know emphasizing the importance of sun cream sun cream sun cream now my parents always say sun cream sun and and it's that generation thing as well yeah definitely and um What's cool is that we have the we have weaponized social media. So whether you want to hear it or not, you're gonna get an Alex Snell on your feed telling you this stuff. <laughs> yeah. It starts that way, one by one. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah, man. Dude, um, for sun protection, man, I at first like started using the zinc like uh, mineral thing. Oh yeah. Yeah, I've heard I've not tried it. Yeah, I mean, it's all right, but, like, still, I was, like, white as a ghost, man. I was, like, tan everywhere else. It was like I was doing white face. I was like, I'm not doing this again, dude. No chance. And then my buddy, he started a brand called Base Bomb. It was really cool. It's, like, beef I've town. seen that. I've seen that online, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's a friend. Yeah, yeah, he's awesome. And, yeah, the beef towel, dude, it's so cool because it actually is the same pH as your skin. It, like, absorbs it pretty well and all that. So I've been doing that. And then the coconut oil. I've been doing coconut oil for a while, man. That's the best. I Even in the the bomb that sounds cool man yeah yeah baseball's awesome um yeah have you have you tried aloe vera game changer uh, no way i thought for afters son oh right? man yeah afters but like it works you obviously have to buy it like the actual plant form right right so simple it's so simple you buy it you snap it in half and you literally the you know like the gel that comes out uh-huh. you squeeze it out and like if you're maybe a little bit red you put that on and like the next day you'll like literally be brown it's like the best it's so oh, wow. good. yeah it's really good um no, you can like obviously buy these aloe vera juices but i don't think they're quite the same they're not you know as you get it directly from a plant um yeah but it, that th- this is the thing man it, it again it with this holistic stuff the same as, as you as well like it's all very simple it's not like you know i don't i don't use deodorants i don't use aftershave any of that kind of stuff yeah um purely because i know i know what goes in that and the way that I live and it, it makes my life so much more simple, yeah. save so much more time. Um, and it feels great. And it, again, with the food, with, with this, it's, it's not overcomplicated. It's so simple. 
It's so simple. Yeah. It, yeah. It, like it, coconut oil, tan, aloe vera afterwards. Like, I don't need all these like gimmicks. Yeah. It's, it's someone told me like, you want to live like your great, great grandpa did. If your great grandpa didn't have access to a certain a food, certain, yeah. like clothing, like try to avoid that. Because uh, dude, I was just talking to Xavier Malik about this. That isn't it weird and ironic that the people who are trying to get healthy and are wearing gym wear happen to be wearing plastic on their body and absorbing yeah. Yeah. all the time. Gym <laughs> shark. Yeah, gym shark. Yeah, yeah. Prime it's example. Crazy. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you get overheating downstairs and you get like absorbing plastics because your skin is your l largest organ. It is going to absorb everything you absolutely yes yeah, the microplastics is saying you know plastic bottles whatever yada yada yeah. glass uh, uh cotton like yeah absolutely so speaking of uh those like biohacks there's a practice that i saw you make us do a story on which is oil pulling and i started doing oil pulling after seeing how, you do, how do you find it so i love it i use coconut oil yeah. in the morning. so do you think you can walk through the process of oil pulling and what it does for you yeah, sure. I mean, uh, just to give a basic insight to that. So the I, they call it Ayurvedic medicine. Uh, it's used a lot in India. It's an ancient practice. Mm -hmm. um, it really is quite as simple as, I mean, it has to be extra virgin oil. You don't want to use virgin oil, uh, extra coconut oil. Um, and it is very simple. It's something that you, everybody can incorporate. It literally takes 10 minutes a day. Mm -hmm. um, and as soon as you get up, literally have it in your bathroom uh, before you brush your teeth, before you eat. Um, or anything like that, just pop a tablespoon of coconut oil in your mouth. You just swish as if it's like a mouthwash, uh, 10 to 20 minutes. Um, 20 minutes might seem a little bit too much to begin with, so just start with 10 minutes. Uh -huh. um, and it will basically remove all the bacteria in your mouth. Um, and it actually, not only is it good for your dental hygiene, but also it's a detox for, for your entire body as well. Um, it sounds a bit woo-woo, but... I've been practicing this for a while now and I've absolutely seen a, a change in it, it almost feels like you start the day and it gives you like a cleanse straight away. It's like it, yeah. it's rid of all that taste in your mouth. Um, and yeah, I think it's a great way to start your day. You can literally do that as you're like stretching or like walking around uh, as you go out and get sunlight. Um, but very simple practice, but can, you know, be a, a massive benefit. Yeah, absolutely, man. And um, I think, I think yeah, they, they knew what they were talking about. You know, this is something that yeah. dates back. I don't know the exact dates, but a long, long time ago. And uh, yeah, it really works. Yeah, yeah, it definitely does. You feel better. Your mouth feels cleaner. I think we have the same morning routine, dude. I do it. I put the tablespoon in my mouth and then I go for a walk at some sunlight and just yeah, spit it you out. Yeah, out outside. I'm like looking around because when you spit it out, it's like this white, like it looks like milk after it's been. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't want any witnesses. You don't. What the yeah, heck? I'm like, like just quickly, like chicken. Like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just coat the same tree over and over and over again. Dude. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I've kept that pretty, pretty brief. But I mean, it really is as simple as that. Um, it doesn't need to be overcomplicated. Um, but as you sort of build it up and it becomes a habit, you'll then be like, oh, actually, I've got used to this. You don't want to stop doing it. It's the same with any habit, really. Once you start mm. feeling the benefits, why would you stop? Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's so simple like literally tablespoon of coconut oil bang easy i don't know if you're uh like friends or family um talk about 
such practices like like mine do but uh sometimes i get a friend like oh why are you so extreme about this you're such an extremist on this and like there's nothing extreme yeah. about yeah. like living not only ancestrally but simply like mm -hmm. there's nothing extreme about this plus it's really healthy for you that's just an added bonus yeah not always like directly like extreme but passively like you can kind of tell sometimes like um but that it, it <laughs> it can be quite annoying but at the end of the day like it is what it is and i think some people just choose not to like think outside the box or they're just um they don't want to uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh but it, it's you know it's just great to be connected and, and to be speaking to like-minded individuals because um i find that you know on this podcast as well it becomes it's very natural it's very yeah. you know we don't we, it feels like we're almost community we're all on the same boat and it yeah it's really yeah. nice yeah it's like a hive mind which is really cool because we each are in our own corner of the world and we're like spreading the same message you know i was in spain and i was talking to one of my friends who was on the podcast juan and he was like just learning about certain people like carnivore md and stuff and mm -hmm. wim hof and i was like I remember your shoes. I remember the first time I heard these names too. Like, this is so great. Let me push this message. Did you yeah. And then it only goes like this from there and you just want to yeah. learn more and more. Exactly. And I think that because that's because, you know, you start feeling better and I think you think, Oh, how far can I actually push this? You know, yeah. you're always learning. And I think that's a good headspace to be in is, you know, always trying to learn more and taking things. Cause I learn things from you, from like everyone that I connect with, I can take a little bit from and, put together my own ideas and it's nice to hear people you know on the same track so yeah man no you introduced me to oil pulling so that's that's um uh, i can say that was directly from you so that was really yeah, cool. I had, do you know i had a few messages actually from uh you know actually some girl and th girls women from india and like they were like, oh i'm so glad that you're promoting our so <laughs> yes i'm on the right track like <laughs> nice yeah dude that's great so is there another practice that you've taken on that has um, affected your life and has now become part of your daily routine? Uh, off the top of my head, I mean, in terms of, let's say, like, yeah, training, for example, uh -huh. um, I'm very much into sort of the visu visualization uh, of, of my own training. I guess you could say that's quite an esoteric thing okay. um, or a bit woo-woo. Um, like but, while you're driving to the gym? Uh, no, when I arrive at the gym, uh, I just spend five minutes uh, just thinking about, you know, seeing myself as Alex in his best form um, before I take, you know, carry out the workout. And just that tiny, just five minutes is going to make, give you the best session every single time. Nice. Um, thinking about, you know, what would I do if I was my best self? I like to have this Alex up in here and he's a better version than me he does everything better than me mm -hmm. and i imitate him i think okay what would the better alex do so i do that with every decision i make now and that mindset has, has unlocked doors it's allowed things to come towards me um and yeah it never gives me uh, a bad workout i'm just you know i know how i need to act. i know how to walk into the gym how i'm gonna greet the guy in at the reception uh -huh. how i'm gonna speak to people and uh -huh. just like i said that five minutes just give yourself because some people they go they rush they have the pre-workout and they're you know straight in just slow down give yourself that time 
and see it there because as soon as you can see it there you'll go in and you'll act upon that and it will be the best session you've ever had i did a little story on this the other day um and a few people applied and they tried it and they said that they got along really well with that and yeah I, i think at the end of the day it it's thinking outside of the box using your intuition and mindset i think these kind of things only come by being involved in that for such a long period of time Mm. Um, yeah i mean that would probably be my best advice at the moment that's a cool one yeah um that's so interesting yeah because there's a i I do that on a micro scale version like during the workout i for the mind muscle connection which i really struggled with up until last year until i really started like slowing the eccentric but i would do a visualization exercise too i would like imagine like the fibers how they're growing they're ripping apart like that's what i'm doing yeah yeah i love that it's a similar concept but like if you can start it before you even get there yeah that's all going to come naturally anyway because you'll be so like you already know exactly how you're going to act like that will come with it if that makes sense yeah yeah Um, yeah yeah And, and also like i think just quickly on that note with some sort of i guess not esoteric but after the gym you know have your posing uh if you will but that is a really good way a really good reflective tool in terms of like physique development um just so you can see exactly the areas that you may need to improve on which areas is maybe your strength um and this way it will give you a really accurate gauge of like your current progress so i think that's a really underrated way of measuring your you know your physique progress um it's just to get in there and have the confidence to pose, have a look at yourself, see how you're looking at a certain angle. And yeah, there's yeah. nothing. I think some people may be a bit like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do that because, but man, go for it. Um, body's a sculpture. That's right, dude. I, uh, I at first, like, when, I'm so glad you touched on posing because when I first, That's like, cool. my brother about this, I was like, hey, brother, how's, how's your posing? He's like, what? I'm like, how's your posing? Yeah. Like, <laughs> But those eight like mandatory poses in the bodybuilding competitions, they're not random. I learned recently that those eight poses, they're meant to show as much muscle possible. possible. Yeah. And like the like those specific poses, like you can see like the complete head of the deltoid if you do this, and like you can actually see everything. So like you're saying, if you want to get a good snapshot where you're at, do those poses, hit your poses. That yeah. way you can you can consistently see the same muscle in the same angle every time you're not like changing it you're not trying to make it look bigger than it actually yeah, is absolutely yeah. yeah yeah and it's kind of like it's a it's a workout in itself because if you think about it you're holding certain positions it's like an isometric hold yeah so you've got that on top of it because i've never i've never done a show myself before but i do know that a lot of these bodybuilders they'll spend like half an hour an hour after their session and you know you look at their physique i mean yeah if you hold like you just hold an isometric hold you can already feel that yeah uh, you know um so it's a really it's a really good way to yeah understand how to move your body yeah and they're exhausted afterwards dude they're just yeah. Things. Yeah. yeah yeah speaking of poses there's actually one um uh, one thing i do in the morning i completely forgot about it. it's guess it's like a pose too but the vacuums i've been doing vacuums. Oh, yeah, they're great yeah so- it definitely a good yeah i mean it just tightens your waist Mm-hmm. Uh, brings brings your waist in because i think the thing is with bodybuilding as well it's all about sort of symmetry i mean that's one part of it but you know it's also illusions as well so like if you can make your waist look smaller your shoulders look bigger yeah. you know that v-shaped back that makes your waist and yeah. it's smaller there's so many there's so much to it yeah man the the 
the vacuums, the transverse abdominis, I forget what it's called, like underneath the yeah. rectus, it it really tightens up if you start training it. Like any muscle, you need to train it. So that was one that was super yeah. high ROI to just do every day. Yeah. Do you do you neck training? So I was a wrestler. So like I love neck. Oh training. really? Yeah. 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 yeah nice man. I I can do a neck plank. Have you seen that? Yeah. Yeah the best you do neck too i've never tried that though <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude it's a lot of fun it's also like fun to see like the eyeballs every now and then they're like what the fuck is this guy yeah doing? They're, they're, and they're like what does he even know what he's doing <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah dude what's your favorite uh neck exercise um i mean i'm i just use like i use the plates at the end uh yeah, i don't yeah. actually know what that's called uh i think neck curls i don't know neck, neck curls um yeah. it's pretty standard um, but I do find like you get a lot of indirect neck training, even with like shrugs, um, reverse flies. Yeah. 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 No um, maybe shrugs. I can incorporate a bit more. I mean, I train it twice a week, but I know it looks, looks pretty cool. So maybe I need to up that a little bit. Dude, I had the weirdest physique as a, like a young teenager. Cause I got into wrestling and we just would shrug and do like neck stuff all day. And so I had like twigs for arms, like twigs for legs. <laughs> and, just like, a- <laughs> turtleneck <laughs> just walk around like this. just walking around like <laughs> yeah like i can't hear you what was that yeah yeah that's funny man yeah <laughs> well, do you have a sports that's really un- that's really uncommon though isn't it because most people completely neglect neck right yeah they're just right well, i don't know about you but well obviously not like you i mean i did i never even heard about neck training until a couple of years ago I was like when I started my journey it was well, I used to play football but my thing was like just bench 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just push push and you know my overdeveloped chest you know got anterior pelvic tilt and it's it was all a bit yeah it's it's not a look but again that's just something you learn as you mature right you start yeah. understanding that you know for every push movement you need to have a pull movement because otherwise your posture the way you assess it everything is off yeah, um, that, so, yeah that you want to be balanced like for instance um anterior pelvic tilt like i need i need i know i need to work on my glutes because that's going to pull everything back but then yeah, right. inverse i need to like also like train my core to keep it like stable too yeah so, how often uh how, do you have like an anterior or a slight minor uh yeah i think it'd be slight or minor yeah. yeah so it sounds like you already know what you're doing there but i mean on on that note whilst it's in my head you say about doing your direct core training since I basically do direct core training every single day, um, yeah. I try and do a little bit uh, before every workout. And um, I, mate, it's made a huge difference, uh, not just about the way they look, but my actual, my leg strength, my my posture. Um, people neglect the direct ab training, I think, often. And you hear this thing about, you know, if you do your conventional, your um multi-joint exercises your compound movements you don't really need to do any direct ab training but i don't believe in that i think it's mm. really important that you you do some extra stuff there because um, yeah. at the, the end of the day it's a muscle isn't it and uh yeah the good thing is because it's such a small you can like you can afford to do it every day without you know stressing the body too much yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Like the core in particular, those muscle fibers like recover super quickly, right? So that's the one yeah. you can do. Yeah, every day. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Is there another muscle like that? I'm imagining just, if if it were if I were to give my advice, it would just be pick. Uh, I have like a bank of exercises, but pick one upper 
abs exercise to do. And then the next day, do a lower. Next day, upper. Just rotate between the yeah. two. It's simple. Like maybe every now and then, um, by intuition, if you need to have a couple of days off in between, fine. Um, but if you can get into the habit of doing it, you'll you'll absolutely benefit from from doing that. Gotcha. Well, what are your upper and lower go tos? Upper and lower. I mean, lower. I love hanging knee raises. Nice. Uh, yeah. I. For some reason, I mean, the thing is with that as well, you say your favorite exercises, that works really well for me with sort of my frame and how my abs sit, but that might not be everyone's. Uh, you've got to try and experiment. This is why you need to try and do your own trial and error. Right. Um, but I mean, upper, I would just go with reverse crunches as body weight. Um, but I, I mix it up. I've got a, a list here on my phone and just, yeah. I, I, you hear a lot about the progressive overload and that you need to get an extra amount of reps per workout. But, but for abs, for me, it's more a case of just doing them consistently rather than like, oh, last week I did 17. I, I, you just got to hammer it with abs, I think. Gotcha. Yeah. It's like a volume game then, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Okay. Same with calves. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, so for the hanging knee raises, I used to very much struggle to feel it in my abs and I would just overwhelm my uh, hip flexors. Hip flexors, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, someone gave me a tip, like, you really want to, like, point, like, your ass, like, in the wall in front of you, like, really, right. like. So it's, like, parallel. Yeah. And dude, yeah. that immediate, like. Nice. Direction. So, yeah. No, that's a powerful one. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, man. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you could even, once you get good with that, and you can do, like, let's say 15, 20 reps easy for, like, sets, just yeah. throw in some weight, you know, start off with, like, maybe a four or five kg, or use pounds, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah and just work your way up with that but yeah it's just being consistent and i think at the end of the day like it, it looks great a well-developed midsection um a tight waist you know hitting every every like part of your part of your abs is gonna give you a one percent physique <laughs> that's right that's right um so if people want to learn more about the achilles program how can they get in touch with you and uh yeah yeah, absolutely. Um, so you can either get in touch with me through my website. It is www.snellfitness.com. Uh, there's an application form there. I just want to make it clear as well that I am actually taking on only a handful of clients just because I want to give everyone the amount of attention they deserve. Um, I'm looking for people that are extremely committed and disciplined. Um, but yeah, if you want to message me on Instagram, it's Alex Snell with three L's um and yeah that's that's it yeah maybe plug my email on there as well but yep. yeah awesome yeah so i'll have all your information in the description of the of the episode here man but alex yeah. it is hey, it's been a real pleasure today it's been nice yeah you lose track of time don't you like i i've i've had such a good time here man and uh good to put a name a face to name name to the yeah. face other way around <laughs> absolutely man and i'm glad i got to know a little bit more about your routine and uh yeah, well, hopefully we meet in Europe, dude. The plan is for me to be there pretty soon. So Absolutely. Yeah, you yeah. know where I am, bro. Let's do it. All right, man, you take care. All right, man. Yeah, you take it easy, man. Thanks for having me. Thank you, man. Peace. Cheers. <laughs>